Hello and welcome into another edition of the World Football Index Scouting Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Miller, joined as always by Tom Robinson. Tom, on this show, we're going to have a chance to go to an area that you are a bit more familiar with as we head to the Argentine club scene to break down Juan Foyth, a center back who it looks like is headed to PSG in France. Uh, the lesser of the South American transfers may be pulled out by PSG this window. But Tom, Juan Foyth, a very intriguing center back prospect. And this move kind of comes out of nowhere. Well, yeah, you, you say this is more my comfort zone, but... You know, Foyt's a player who's who's barely played any matches for Estudiantes, and and a lot of this is kind of going off his Argentina um, under twenty performances. So, yeah, he's 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 a guy who's generated a huge amount of hype um, in the last few months. I think most Argentinian experts would even go as far as saying they they hadn't even heard of this guy six months ago. But he had a good under twenties for the for the Argentina team that weren't very good, but he sort of emerged as this ball-playing centre-back who could bring it out from defence. You know, good, good with uh, dribbling forwards and and put puts in some good tackles and interceptions. You know, he's 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 not massively tall, but he's he's about, I think he's about six foot. So he, he just looked kind of looked the part. And then he got parachuted into the Estudiantes team. He's played seven games, I believe, and is really impressed. So. Everyone was kind of looking at him as a, a new defensive talent to look out for. But then out of the blue, Spurs seemed to be in, in pole position to sign him. And you know, he, he, you'd imagine him fitting in well there with their, the way they like to play the, the ball out of defence and have very mobile, uh, capable defenders like Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Uh, and the Pochettino link made, made sense. So there was a lot of buzz suddenly in England about him. And then... Out of nowhere, it seemed like Paris Saint-Germain trumped their bid by not much, probably only about a million. And Veron confirmed a few few days ago or about a week ago that he'd kind of come to an agreement with Paris Saint-Germain to, to send him off. So even before we've got a chance to really appreciate him and see him in Argentina, he's he's going to be off. My first reaction to this sort of move after first researching a bit about Juan Foyth and, and watching some of the highlights and having watched him play a little bit for the Argentina under-20s, my first reaction is that this is a good bit of business for Estudiantes because while this is a promising player and this is a player that has, as you said, has gotten some of that hype and some of that attention, by no means a finished product and for Estudiantes to be able to get $10 million for a player who is not a finished product and not a sure thing, definitely a good bit of business for the South American club. My second kind of observation about this is he's not the physical sort of player that we you know we see he's by no means a Yerry Mina uh, the Colombian center back we've talked about before who is physically imposing Foyth is is definitely not that but his ball playing skills did really really impress me he can play out of the back I think you could even perhaps see him eventually becoming a defensive midfielder who can give service from the back I think that could be a role that he could play in at some point so it's an intriguing purchase. A club like PSG, $10 million is probably nothing for them. And that, I think, is the, the intrigue in all of this is, you know, how does that move end up playing out for him and where does he develop? Because as we've said, it's not like he's tearing up Argentina and it's, oh, that player's ready for Europe. It's more kind of a speculative buy. Is, is that a fair, assess, a fair assessment of this? 
definitely fair. You know, truth be told, I think Estudiantes would have liked to have kept him for at least um, another year. But money talks, and like you said, a player who's not a sure thing yet, despite his his very promising start. You know, you can't can't really turn down that kind of money. And who knows? Maybe they've got some clauses in there for sell on, because um, this is a guy who's, by all accounts, looks very promising. He's kind of got that that style that suits those elite clubs in Europe, those teams who are going to dominate possession, who who look to play out from the back and 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 play that kind of style. So, you know, maybe he's a, he's a player for for those teams rather than teams that are scrapping at the bottom and kind of need a more back-to-the-wall defender. I think that point about him becoming a defensive midfielder is an interesting one. I, he certainly, I think he averaged about 1.9 dribbles per game in, in in his sort of short tenure in Argentina, which very high for a centre-back. But one th- one area I'd, I'd like to see improve on is a, his actual passing because he can come out, beat a man and just sort of pop it off to a teammate. But in terms of his actual range of passing, it's still a bit limited. And I think to, if he wanted to play that position in the long term, he, he would need uh, to step up his passing game. You know, a, a few people have compared him to John Stones, which I think is slightly misleading. I mean, in terms of style, they're quite similar. But, you know, in terms of actual experience and where they're at, I think someone like Emmanuel Mamane is, is a much better fit with that, with that John Stones comparison. But at, at the end of the day, it's a really promising sign for Argentina to kind of eventually start producing the defenders that they just haven't seemed to to do for the last five years or so. Mamano was kind of the only one breaking through. And now with Foyth and with Lucas Martinez Cuarta, even guys like Juan Comar and uh, Alexander Barbosa, there does seem to finally be a raft of defensive talent that's that's finally coming through and and all guys who can play the ball and and play the way that you'd imagine Argentina at national team level are going to want to play especially under San Paoli so I think there's there's a lot of hype around him I think some of it should be tempered but at the same time this is a kid who's who's really impressed and um, I know Juan Sebastián Verón the Estudiantes president and legend um, has spoken really highly of his awareness and judgment of, of a player that age. So the, the, it's not just um, the transfer rumours that have drummed up this attention. There's He's really highly rated at, at both club and uh, country back, back home. I think I like the point that you made that Foyth is more of a player for a big club that wants to play out of the back and doesn't need their center back to necessarily be an out and out defender back to the wall, saving goals, making challenges like that. Obviously there is a sense that he does need to defend, but he fits more into that than maybe a mid to lower tier European squad where he's being asked to make these goal saving challenges and defend. And he doesn't necessarily have the physicality to do that. But as you said, his on-the-ball skills are the one thing that sticks out when you watch him play. It's what stuck out when I watched him with the Argentina under-20s. And I think that's what Tottenham and PSG were most interested in in looking at him was, this is a player who has the makings of being the type of defender we want in our club. So let's get in early. We can buy him cheap and then develop him and mold him into the player he wants in maybe two to three years from now. 
we have ourselves a second or a third center back. And, and I agree with the point about the Argentina national team as well. He seems to be the type of player that Sampaoli is going to want in defense. And to have him developing already at this young age, I think is a very, very positive sign for the national team, even if it still is a little while before we actually see him on that level. 100%. I mean, he's a, he's a long-term uh, project for for club and country. And I think that at a young age and kind of even before they've played for their, cl- their club, they get him into that youth setup in for the national team you know Argentina haven't been the best of that lately you know you want to look more at the likes of uh, Uruguay and probably Brazil and Colombia who have done better but I think the fact that he's been identified and again Spurs PSG these are the clubs that that have seen enough raw talent to think they can turn this this guy into a future international centre-back for sure as far as PSG is concerned, as we've said, Verón confirmed the deal, which means you can probably take it as good as done. PSG have yet to do anything from their side. As we know, they're a bit busier making news with other transfer rumors at this point. But that does look like the destination. Where do you see Foyth fitting in in the PSG setup? Obviously, a lot of talented defenders in that club. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one to know right now. I mean, he's going to at least be behind Thiago Silva and Marquinhos. And I believe uh, they've got a kid called Kim Pebe so most likely he's going to be fourth choice or should I say fourth choice like that one uh, you've done better you've done worse though it, it was really it was really right down the middle it was right there it was, you had to at this point yeah I mean uh, yeah it was a punnable name I thought I'd bring it out of the out of the bag and but no I'll go back to the drawing board and uh, one day I'll, I'm, I'm going to impress you Austin I think it's fair to say regardless of whether he's fourth choice or fifth choice it doesn't look like he's going to be factoring in to the plans of PSG at least at this point right no I mean he's definitely not going to be playing first team football next season for PSG I mean luckily there's a few other Argentinians there like Di Maria, Pastore, Lo Celso so maybe they'll just kind of try and ease him in get him used to the club maybe play for the B team I mean I personally would like to see him loan back to Argentina because you're guaranteed that Estudiantes would be a great place to to develop. You know, he's he's got they're they're a club that uh, traditionally have a lot of good sort of defensive talent there. Veron's a great influence to have, and they would guarantee him, you know, first team action in the in the Primera. So I, w- I would like to see that uh, that move taken back, but I, I kind of wonder if, if they almost want to kind of just groom him over there and, and get rid of any. Uh, bad habits that he might pick up in Argentina so potentially you could see a loan but I almost think they might just uh, incorporate him into into the youth setup there at PSG and and kind of just prep him for maybe a, a big loan next season or you know a shot at being challenging one of one of the two Brazilian starters for a place in the in in, in the first team so yeah I don't know I mean what, what do you think would be a good move for him in the next two to three years yeah i'm i'm generally as you know an advocate especially for south americans i like for them to get another six months or 12 months in south america before they do go i think that that can be very very helpful i think the chance to play in south america with their future decided can often ease a lot of the pressure on players and allows them to really develop well but foyth is actually the type of player that 
I might not advocate that for because I think the the goal in buying a center back at this age and buying a player at this age is the opportunity to develop him. And as we've said, Foyth appears to be a player who is set for a particular system. And so the purpose of sending him out on loan to play for a club that may not be playing that system, I think could be a, a bit counterintuitive. So it might actually be better for PSG to say, look, you are 19 at this point. We don't really intend to use you for a couple of years, but we can develop you and tailor fit you to the system that we play here and that we want to play. And that might actually be more beneficial than just actually playing football, which again is something we advocate for the majority of players. But Foyth might be the one exception where some time in a club setup playing even youth team football might actually be better off for him before, as you said, a couple of years from now, getting a loan move to actually get back to playing and then eventually looking to have an eye on the PSG team. Yes, I, I definitely agree with you there. And it's it's quite an intriguing setup that you'd almost want to hold back one of these, you know, one of the most talented young defenders emerging um, to just hold him back and kind of not expose him to some of these experiences. Because I guess the one thing we can say is, it's still a very small sample size, a bit like uh, when we spoke about Wendell is, you know, he's, if anything, you kind of think, well, maybe we do want to get him some more experience because that is one of the big, big sort of weaknesses that you can kind of see from his career so far. Um, so, yeah, it's tricky. I think if they were to keep him within Europe and loan him out, then it, it would have to be a, a club that kind of play in inverted commas, the right way, you know, a possession-based team and one where he's not going to get absolutely slaughtered if he if he loses the ball in possession, which is, again, something he can be prone to. So, yeah, you'd think, I mean, we always say that Holland's such a great place for young players to develop, so maybe that's, that's an option, but who knows? He, I think he could fit into all kinds of different leagues. It would just be finding the right club that one's going to give him the opportunity to play and the other, and also, is in the style that these these clubs are looking for. So, I think one of those players that it's so hard to predict right now what he's going to go on and do. He's certainly highly rated by club and country, and I think it is the sign of maybe some some green shoots emerging for Argentinian defenders. But yeah, I think people should you know simmer down a little bit before they start proclaiming him the the next passarella or something like that final question for you tom where do you see him fitting in in the argentina national team with sampaoli when would be the type of window that we could actually see him with that setup given the style of play but also given where the argentine national team is at right now it's probably not at a place where it wants to bring in a 19 year old defender just for the fun of it it's probably a little while before you see him in that setup yeah I can't imagine that he would be close to a, an, a full senior national call-up until he's getting some regular football somewhere. I mean, they've they have shown faith Emmanuel Mamana, who's only 21, and he's kind of they've pinned a lot of hopes on on him, and he certainly seems like he's going to play a big role under San Paoli. So th- there are gaps there for for young defenders to kind of come in and and, and stake a claim. You know, we spoke about uh, Jose Luis. Uh, Gomez um, a while ago now and that sort of dearth of options at fullback and and centre-back means that maybe they will give this kid a go and and if he impresses then you know they could have a solution there for 10 years but 
personally, I I don't see it, him taking that big a gamble on Foyth just yet. I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see him taken along as like a kind of sparring team so he can integrate, get to know some of the players there. Because like I've said, I think there is um, the idea to kind of take him on this conveyor belt from the, the under 20 level up to the seniors. Veron's now um, very much involved in the national team setup and, and the youth structure. They've Argentina have revamped that. They've got Pablo Aymar in there now as well. So there's a much more concerted effort of focusing on youth again because over the last 10 years, they've really neglected that area and their kind of golden generation, well, there are tons of golden generations, but the, the, the most recent one of Aguero and Messi you know, is slowly kind of reaching the end of its, its cycle and they're kind of belatedly waking up and realizing that they've got to do something to incorporate these young players. So there's a chance that he he could get the odd game here and there, maybe in some friendlies, just to kind of see how he does. Obviously, Argentina don't always look at club form for the players they pick. You know, Sergio Romero still gets in there, even though he he's probably played more international caps than than club caps. So I wouldn't say that rules him out. So yeah, I I don't think we'd see him for another two years, perhaps before he pulls on a a national team shirt, but I've been wrong in the past and I could be wrong again. It certainly seems like he could surprise us and, and get into a squad maybe a bit before we would expect it just for some poly to get the opportunity to look at him in training and maybe throw him out there. And as you said, uh, see what he does have in him. It, it, this is one of the more intriguing podcasts I think we've done because it's a player that, as you said, alongside Wendell, we just really don't know. And, and all of the signs look good. But we've only seen it for three or four months now. And can that be sustained over an entire career? I think that's the big question mark. And that's why Foyth is such an interesting player to look at. Because there is that question of, for all we know, he's a South American center back who's okay. But he he possesses these skill sets that are valued by these big clubs. And so, who knows? It really is a big question as to what he could actually become. It's going to be an interesting one, and he's certainly someone that I'm going to be keeping a close eye on. As we said, it, it might be a while before we're seeing a lot more of him, but you know, there's a there's a potentially really talented defender there, and you know, you can forgive Argentina fans and and you know other other fans, BSG and Spurs for for getting excited about him because he is that he is that rare breed of centre back that that could play a bit and will go on a crazy dribble and might get dispossessed, but you know. He's he's one of these yeah one of these players that's certainly exciting to watch and it's going to be yeah it's going to be interesting so let's let's see where where he is in three years time before we can make a an honest judgment of of what player we're dealing with so yeah revisit this pod in three years guys that's, what that's I my was, message that's what I was going to say take this name and kind of put it in the back of your head so that two or three years from now when Juan Foyth is getting games for PSG in the Champions League you say I heard of this guy a while ago. And you'll come back to us and you'll remember. But that's all for this, uh, this edition of the Scouting Spotlight. Be sure to follow World Football Index on Twitter and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes for all of the latest. But as for now, it leaves me just to say thanks for listening and goodbye.